0: This program is brought to you by Babaway Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepard.
1: Welcome back. In another week. It is getting really close to Christmas. It
0: is. Ah, love Christmas. Um but this this week we will not be doing a hundred words.
1: No, that was it was not me that was interesting. <laughs> It was fun. And was you know scary. what? It was kind of neat to um, celebrate our 100th episode with that kind of idea. And
0: it really, it really goes to show, you know, are we on the same page? Are we not? We were not. We were not. <laughs> Completely not. But that's okay. It was fun. It was. I had fun.
1: It, yeah. We laughed a lot. We may have had to start it over a time or two. A not time. once we started our 100 words. Before that, we were struggling. We were struggling, we and then we definitely, like, I had a different idea for how we were going to do the hundred words. So, um, we did restart once after I was like, oh, I get it. I didn't understand what she was talking about at first, okay. so it's fine.
0: And we had some coughing issues.
1: There was and that And by as we, well. I mean you.
0: Yes. I feel like I have taken enough of the blame for coughing, and it is your turn now. Yeah. But I'm, I'm doing mostly
1: better, Good. so, yeah.
0: I- I'm doing mostly better. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm like relapsing. I think it's a different one though, so it's okay. It is
1: because like yeah.
0: Well, I the, just had the cough, and then I nanny, and my kid is sick again. There's so. just a lot of sickness going around and right now. That's okay. I don't blame him. I'm not offended. Um, but we're gonna jump right in because we have a lot of reading to do. That time we were on the same page. We yeah we we are often on the same page, but
1: last week. It was a struggle, and that's okay. So today we're going to talk about um, kind of an interesting aspect of Isaac and Rebecca's relationship because we're not... I love this bit, though. I do too. We're not actually talking about Isaac and Rebecca together. Sorry, the cat. You don't think they can hear her. You... Pretty sure they can. (laughs) But what we're talking about is how Isaac and Rebecca get together because there's not really a lot of those um, scenarios recorded for us in scripture. And so I thought it The be... couple that there are, though, I really enjoy. I do too. So I thought it would be an interesting perspective to kind of look at Isaac and Rebecca. And obviously we cannot follow their example to a T um, because...
0: There is quite a bit of providence in there. And not really providence because that is non-miraculous. And I believe that this was partially miraculous Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He says to go look for a woman who's going to say this, right? Who's just going to offer. Yeah, Yeah. but that's, God's not going to tell you that today. Hey, when you meet your soulmate, this is what they're going to do. Like, that's not going to happen. But it did for them. Yeah. But anyways, we'll tell you what we're what our main points are after we read but we have a lot of reading to get through because you know us in context and unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you want to look at this <laughs> there are 67 verses in this chapter and we are going to read every single one but
1: um it's important and, yeah it's important to get the whole context and Addie is a great
0: reader so she's gonna and you know what you really should be reading a full story at least every day that is
1: one of the things that i think the two of us have really um focused on this past year and i can't i don't think it can be emphasized enough because i think that it has been done poorly
0: i think that they just need to be grateful that we're not doing the whole context and they need to be grateful that we're not reading all of genesis 1 through 40 to get the full context so you should be thankful that we're only reading 67 verses That's the way I view it. Because it does. It drives us insane. And, I mean, I feel like the more I talk about it, the more I realize it's happening. And then I'm like, you're stopping halfway through a sentence. You're cutting Paul off. Let him talk. Okay? (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to start reading now. Um, Genesis chapter 24. Did we say that? I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, the God of earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me into this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware thou that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that sware unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and and swore to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without this, without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, and shew kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I s- shall... Say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thee camels' drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness t- unto my master. And it came to pass, before he had done that, <laughs> before he had done speaking, that behold, Rebekah came unto him who was born out of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother with her pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. Neither had any man known her. Isn't that the definition? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just making sure. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to her to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted, hasted... and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water. And drew for all his camels. I'm sorry, I have to pause for a second, because every time I read the word camel, I just think of Lincoln because he <laughs> thinks that carrots are called camels, and I don't know why. <laughs> and I can't read that word with a straight face right now. <laughs> uh, and the man wondering at her held his peace to wit whether the Lord made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking that, the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands and ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there a room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. She said, Moreover unto him we have both straw and provender enough to re- to and room to lodge in and the man bowed down his head and worshiped the lord and he said blessed be the lord god of my master abraham who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth i being in the way the lord led me to the house of my master's brethren and the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things and Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and the bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and, behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared thee the house, And room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender to the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he is become great. And he hath given him flocks, and herds, and silver, and gold, and servants and maidservants, and camels, and donkeys, and Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old. And unto him hath he given all that he hath. And my master said, made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife um unto my son this is why you should use a paper bible and not an electronic one because i just i almost i almost messed that up and um and i said unto my master peradventure the woman will not follow me and he said unto me the lord before whom i walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred and of my father's house then shalt thou be clear from this my oath When comest thou to my kindred, and if they give thee not one, thou shalt be clear from mine oath. And I came this day unto the well, and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if thou do prosper my way which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass, that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she saith to me, Both drink thou, I will also draw for thy camels." Let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out for my master's son, and be. And before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down unto the well and drew water. And I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she said, Haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder, and um, and I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I said, asked her and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare unto him. And I put the earring upon her face and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. That is a family tree. Yeah. <laughs> and now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may re- that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, "The thing proceedeth from the Lord; we cannot speak unto thee good, bad, or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee; take her and go and let her be by thy master's son's wife, and as the Lord hath spoken." And it came to pass that when Abraham's servants heard the their words, he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servants The servant, singular, brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them unto Rebekah. He gave also her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink and he and the men that were with him and tarried all night. And they arose up in the morning and said, send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, let the damsel abide with us a few days, at least ten. After that she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord hath prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel, and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah, and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah their sister, and the, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah, and said unto her, Thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands, and of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate, of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels, and followed the man and the servant, took Rebekah, and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Laheroi, <laughs> for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. For she said unto the servant, "What man is this that walketh to the field, in the field to meet us?" And the servant had said, "It is my master." Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And her servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. And Isaac brought her unto his into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her. And Isaac comforted was comforted after his mother's death. Good job, Addie. That was a lot to read, but. <laughs>
1: Hey, they have the context of all of it. And I think there is so much here that we can look at. And are you okay? I was
0: looking for water, but I don't have any up oh, here.
1: there's a water over there. That's okay. Okay. Um, do you need
0: my drink? Yes, please. Just a sip. Just my mouth is a little bit dry. Um,
1: anyway, so the first thing that really um, struck me was the fact that, who, like, who do we see at the beginning of this chapter who is involved in the search for Isaac's wife?
0: God. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> this is not. This is not a moment where we're on the same page. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes, God his was his family, but yes, Abraham, his father, was. You know, there were only three people. <laughs> um. But he he was concerned about who his son was going to marry and wanted to make sure that he married someone who would be approved by God, right? He said, God sent me out of that. He was a part of the picture. Yeah. He said, God sent me away from there, so don't take my son back there. But he didn't want a daughter of the Canaanites.
0: Which was also part of God's thing. Yeah. so thing. God's plan.
1: So God was part of it because Abraham was trying to abide by what God had established for him. So, but yeah, Abraham was concerned about who his son was going to marry. And so I think that is one of the principles that we can take from this uh, kind of glimpse of how...
0: Involve your family.
1: Yeah. And parents should be involved in, first of all, just teaching our children from a young age, you know, like... Who, who would you look for in a mate? Like, let's look for someone who is approved of God. You know, someone who's going to lead you to God, help you in following God. So, just the fact that, yeah, parents need to care and be involved in training and helping their children to find a good mate.
0: Do you like my mate?
1: I do like your mate.
0: Oh, that's good. It's good be a yeah. little late now to say something. Well, I, I mean, it, that been, that, it wouldn't be too late. It just would have been like...
1: It, this would have been good to talk about before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, going to our situation, right? Like, I think it has been really beneficial that you two have spent a lot of time in our house together, you know, so that we can, you know, be witnesses and see like your relationship developing. So that's really important. That's one of the ways that parents can be involved and, you know, asking questions and, you know, how do, how, do you, how do you handle things when you disagree? And, you know, those kinds of things, like that's really important for parents to be able to be a part of. So that was, that was the first thing that struck me was that Abraham was the one that said, we need to find a suitable mate for Isaac. And then took his servant aside, and you know, made him swear.
0: Pinky promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that.
1: <clears throat> oh, man, that part funny. makes Addy a little uncomfortable with the whole it's putting a, the hand under the thigh. It's a
0: little bit funny. It's a
1: little. It's yeah. It's strange to our.
0: And that's okay. Minds. We have different cultures. Yeah, that's right. Silly though.
1: But yes, God was also involved, and that is the other.
0: That was where my mind went, is that God, somebody who is pleasing to God, is going to be the most important thing, you know? Because, I mean, it's ideal if your family likes them, but not everybody has family, that that's even going to matter, you know? But, everybody has God, and you can, everybody has the opportunity to have God, maybe that's a better way of saying it, but you can find somebody who is godly and who is upstanding in god's sight and that's going to be the best person for you because i really believe that after you're a christian you can pretty much make anything work you know like maybe not ideal but you're not going to come across a battle that you can't get through with that person yeah if you both have because the same you have focus same, in mind yeah. you have unity in christ and so you're gonna be okay other places because those places matter much less
1: and the whole thing like if a couple is both striving like both members of the couple are striving to serve god and be more and more godly as you grow then you're going to become closer together because you're also y'all
0: know the triangle
1: yeah you you know the triangle (laughs) analogy but the point is too like the prescription in god's word for a husband and for a wife if both people are trying to grow and be better husbands, better wives, then your marriage is going to only get better and better. It's when you start yeah. neglecting those things or start moving away from what God that desires for a husband and for a wife or being selfish about those things that, you know, it it becomes more difficult in your relationship. So with lots of relationship advice in this.
0: I mean, that is the point of the podcast is I, relationship advice. I know. I'm just saying yeah. that some of them it's were like, funny. yeah. Um, but I realized that I just did one of my biggest pet peeves is that I said something and then I just assumed that everybody knew what I was talking about. The triangle would be God is the top point and you two are the lower points. But every time you get closer to God, because it's a triangle and you're at an angle, you're getting closer together. That's the triangle. If you didn't know the triangle, now you know the triangle.
1: Yes. And the further, again, just like that um, idea, the further away from God, the top point of the triangle. The further away from each you other. You go, yes, the further away and if one person's getting closer to God and one person's getting further away from God. You're also getting further apart. Yes. Like, that is also the case. But so, when it's in the right. Yeah. So, when you're looking for that person, to find the person who has a heart for God.
0: It's going to make everything easier. And it if you,
1: really is. Yeah. Like, looking at this example, um, when he's like, well, what if this person does not want to come back with me? Then Just be- a
0: willingness to follow God.
1: Yeah, the answer was not make her come anyway or, you know, anything like that. It was like, if she's not willing. Then leave her. Yeah, then, like, move on. And so that is one of those things, like, you can't force someone to seek God. So if they don't have a willing heart, then, yeah, it's, yeah, I know, we need to, <laughs> um, it, yeah, if they don't have a willing heart, to do these things or a don't submissive heart. Bother. Yeah. It's going to be better for you in the end to just move on. And not to say, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit more maybe next week. Um, the, Isaac and Rebecca had their share of difficulties moving All forward. Couples are. Uh, yeah. So, and yeah. we just see some of the favoritism that they have for their boys and how that led to
0: um, some you know, issues. Let's get
1: into that next week. But yeah. don't
0: have favorites.
1: Never ends well. Um,
0: but yeah. And then we see. Pick somebody with a heart for God. Yeah. Involve your family, especially if they're faithful mem- members of the church. Absolutely. reading that reading's starting to catch up to my tongue.
1: There's also a hint in here, which I really appreciated, about when he, uh, the servant wanted to come right back, and both Rebecca's mother and her brother Laban was like, oh, let her wait a while. They wanted her to wait 10 days to go with the servant. But, you know, we know Laban and how he was with Jacob and all of that disaster um, moving forward. But, yeah, Rebecca was willing to go, and she was willing to go right then. So the whole leave and cleave, she was all about that. She was ready to.
0: Which is important. Yeah, it is. Because you have to involve your family, but you also have to know when to not involve your family. That's right. Because, newsflash, news spoiler alert, I don't know, something like that, your family does not need to be a part of every part of your relationship. Yeah. They are not a part of your relationship with your husband.
1: No, that you've started a new...
0: Family. Yeah, a new family.
1: Yeah. New branch on the family tree.
0: Buddy. Nobody, nobody likes those people that just complain about their husband, turn their mother against their... Don't...
1: Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. So that's it. That's our relationship advice for today.
0: Do we say thank you? Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bobway Media by visiting us at org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.